This is Retirement Roadmap Radio with Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Listen in as we address your retirement concerns and provide insight to help put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, Retirement Roadmap Radio. Hey folks, welcome back to Retirement Roadmap. My name is Evan and with me as always, retirement planner Mark Fricks. Today we're discussing the fearful retiree. So often in our conversations, we find that so many financial decisions are made or avoided due to fear. There are many potential areas of fear for the uninformed retiree, but it all boils down to the fear of the unknown. Today, we're going to discuss several points of concern for the fearful retiree and give our thoughts on how to abate some of these fears or that some of them may even be unfounded. Mark, we know we should approach financial decisions rationally, but the truth is most financial decisions are made from a place of emotion, uh, fear being one such Mm -hmm. emotion. Right. Fear and greed are the two major emotions and when it comes to money and finances and the future. Um, and so, but I think fear is probably the largest one. And there's so many different areas when we're doing show prep. You know, it's talking about we could have expanded this into probably four or five programs. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but, but fear could come from just um, misunderstanding something. It can come from hearing the wrong thing. Uh, so many people are like, my friend told me, or the guy at work told me, or the girl, you know, whatever, that type of thing. So it's, it's either not knowing or misunderstanding, being misinformed. And today, with today's news cycle and social media, I think it's become much worse mm-hmm. because you can say anything you want and you you know, wherever you get the information, who knows, maybe you made it up just to get reaction. I don't know. Uh, But that's one of our biggest things is controlling emotions, both good and bad. And well, one of the biggest things we see too, as a result of fear is just inactivity due to fear, Uh, not not making a decision and and losing years of retirement prep uh, in that because of that. Um, So the first fear that I want to look at is essentially quitting your job <laughs> um, <laughs> for, because of the fear of outliving your assets, walking away from mm-hmm. that paycheck. Well, I, th- I, th- I think the the beginning of that fear is just change. It's, it's, it's tr- a tremendous change. You know, so many of us have been working for 30, 40, maybe 50 years. And so to walk away from a paycheck is uh, probably something very few people have done. Maybe they've been kicked away from a paycheck or whatever, but, but to, to voluntarily walk away and saying, how am I going to replace that? So that's a big fear. But also the fear uh, from the change of losing a way of life. Uh, I've had several clients, you know, as you know, Evan, one of the books that I hope to get around to working on again is about the transition from working to retirement. And, you know, so what I've done is I talk to to current clients and prospects and, and kind of pick their brain a little bit. And what I hear a lot of is things like, well, what am I going to do with my time? Or maybe they haven't thought about that. Maybe they just think, hey, I'm just going to be free. And all of a sudden, a week later, they're like, I'm really bored. But also walking away from, from the camaraderie of working together with a team, working together on projects, uh, accomplishing something. And so if you don't replace that, it could be a fear that could be realized in all honesty, and that's why we spend a lot of time, as you know, uh, with with folks um, discussing that transition and how it's going to feel. And, um, you know, typically we will have a meeting uh, within the month of retirement and then about a month after retirement just to kind of see how things are going. And and that's when I love picking their brains about how you're feeling. And, and, and it's almost always joy and fear yeah. <laughs> combined together. So it's a very interesting time. And, uh, you know, we figure it out. Most people figure it out. Um, we've had a few folks that have... Uh, really been, um, I don't want to say, uh, I, I guess just not happy 
And sometimes it's even affected marriages before, too. I mean, all of a sudden, you've got two people in the household together where they normally were in two different places, and now they're kind of stepping on each other's toes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happened with my mom and dad. You know, my mom kicked my dad out to the garage and said, go mm-hmm. on to do some of your piddle work. You're in my way type of thing. You know, <laughs> So that's kind of a part of that transition as well. Save a little money extra for retirement to uh, build that external garage for the husband to spend his day in so the wife can... Uh... And then the she shed for <laughs> yeah, her, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's right. Um, so, as far as walking away from a paycheck, many of these retirees have worked thirty plus years and mm-hmm. have received a regular paycheck. If they're lucky, of course. Um, so, once they've accumulated X amount of money, they've got this big bucket of money um, that they've been growing for years, and they've been used to this paycheck. How do they walk away from that? How do they know? Okay, how much do I actually need in retirement, and how do I turn this bucket of money? How do I make it last? I don't want to outlive my. That's the big, the biggest fear uh, from research in retirement is yeah. outliving your money. It's a multi-pronged attack. Number one is how long will you live? Mm-hmm. And we talk, we talk about that. Now, of course, we don't know that, but but we can talk about family history, their health, things like that, to at least come up with something. And then we have to add some years to that because there's this little thing called technology that is exponentially growing how long we're living and how well we're living and quality of life. But then you have to kind of look at um, what tools to use. Mm-hmm. So, you know, paychecks are relatively guaranteed. Now, our jobs aren't guaranteed, but as long as we're working, uh, in 99% of the cases, you're going to get a paycheck every week or two or whatever. And so now you've walked away from that. And, you know, if your paycheck's coming from a stock market account, like a 401k or a Roth or a brokerage account, I can see where there can be some fear. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? Every three to seven years, we have a bear market. Bear market is a 20% or more drop. You know, the 2008 drop over a two-year period was 56%. Can you imagine retiring the year before, taking $20,000 a year out of your stock market account, and then being down 56%? You never recover. So, yeah, there, um, so, so what we do is we come up with a plan of where we can derive some stable income, uh, income that is uh, principal protected, certain growth rate that we know is going to be there, things like that, so that that paycheck is literally replaced by something that's even more guaranteed than your paycheck was. And we can design it that it lasts a lifetime. And so that takes a lot of that fear out. So it really comes down to the income plan. The plan. Yeah, you got to have plan, a plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the next fear I want to talk about is a very real one that feels like we are just looking over the horizon at, and that is the fear of increased taxation. Of course, we know uh, the sunset laws, uh, the law, the most recent tax law sunset, uh, December 31st of 2025. At that point, if no governmental changes happen, then our laws return to the previous tax laws, correct? That's correct. And they're estimating an increase in the average American's taxes of between 15 and 22%. And the problem is, is they don't go, they don't all go back to the old laws, a lot of the brackets go back to the old laws, but some of the deductions don't. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's even going to be a little bit worse than it was uh, six, eight, ten years ago. So uh, that's a real fear if you don't do anything about it. Again, action replaces fear. And so if you, uh, one of the things as part, you know, just like the income plan replaces the fear of running out of money, having a tax plan can help replace that fear of increasing taxes. So the more money we can create for a client that is, that is tax deferred and tax free, the less they are under the control of the IRS. Mm-hmm. And therefore, uh, you know, that 
particular money, whether it be Roth money, whether it be specially designed life insurance policies with cash uh, free, uh, tax-free cash value, um, you've taken some of that control away from the IRS. And as you know, we like to say, uh, take, the, take the amount of money in your IRA and 401k and subtract between 20 and 40%. That's what it's really worth because you owe taxes on it. So we yeah. need, they need a plan that will get them, again, out of that uh, position as much as possible over the next two years, three years, and maybe beyond. I mean, that, that truly is scary when you consider, okay, I've got this qualified account um, that is directly influenced by the current tax laws. How much of that is actually mine depends mm-hmm. on what Congress decides. And I don't know how you feel about Congress's budgeting uh, history and, and their, their skills at that, but um, we got to do a better job than they have done historically. Well, right? oh, take a look. Social Security is going broke. Medicare is going broke. We're $32 trillion plus in debt now. Uh, and, and many people in Congress are continuing to try to give more stuff away. And so it just depends on the balance. And in this country, the balance is like almost split down the middle. So I think probably in the coming years, it's going to be mostly inaction totally. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 mm-hmm. and we're going to continue on that trend of we're spending too much. We're not going to have a balanced budget, certainly, and things like that. So uh, they, they're going to find ways to sneak taxes in. Uh, right. they're, they're going to. And, you know, one of the th- give me an example, Social Security, which we may talk about more here in just a minute. Um, to save it, they're going to have to change some things. And probably part of that's raising taxes. Well, everybody in Congress wants to save Social Security, so I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, you're probably going to vote for some increases along the way. It's, it's just a fact of life. And so that, you, you start getting that kind of stuff going on, there comes a point where that deficit is so large you can't even service the debt. That's when the economy basically collapses at that yeah. point. And, you know, there are a lot of approaches to tax planning. It also depends very specifically on your situation, of course. Um, One such process is Roth conversions, looking at how much you want to convert, because many people um, think that they might be in a lower tax bracket in retirement, but can find themselves surprised when they realize that they actually aren't in as low as a tax bracket as they thought, especially once they hit age 73, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you've got these RMD tax bombs that hit. Required and, minimum distributions. Right, yep. right. So yep. there's plenty of planning that needs to go in for tax planning. Um, anything else on tax planning? No, yeah, that's again a plan. I mean, I, probably the yeah. answer to almost every one of these questions is going to be have a plan um, and, and to, to get rid of all or most of that fear. Yep, absolutely. Um, the next one, uh, next fear, healthcare. Mm. So the average age of retirement is 64. Mm-hmm. As you know, Medicare starts at 65. 65. Mm-hmm. Most people want to retire early 60s, um, maybe 62 or so. Uh, there is potentially a gap there, uh, especially if you've got your insurance through your employer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's kind of scary. It is. That, that's a very expensive. It's uh, was meeting with someone yesterday. They're becoming a client, and we kind of talked about and brainstormed a little bit about the possibility of um, of having that last year uh, after they retire, but before Medicare, um, having a lot of money in cash to take income from. Therefore, they have very low taxes and they can qualify for the Affordable Health Care Act. Mm. I thought it was kind of interesting the way we kind of brainstormed that out. And I thought, you know, there's always different ways you can come at it. Every plan's different, but that's, that, their income's going to show less than $20,000 a year 
uh, the year they're 64. And so they qualify for a very inexpensive Affordable Health Care Act mm -hmm. for the last year before Medicare. Uh, but as you know, even after that, uh, Medicare costs are going up. The cost of Part B goes up virtually every year. Deductibles, supplements, all of that is going up. The, uh, they estimate that the average couple in retirement will spend $240,000 on health care. That does not include long-term care. That's just, mm -hmm. again, all of those deductibles and costs involved. And it needs to be budgeted in and uh, have a plan for it. Yeah, and if you are wanting to retire pre-65 before Medicare hits, there are also other strategies. I mean, mm -hmm. of course, you can look at the marketplace and maybe you can budget that from your retirement assets depending on how long that is. But then also, if you're leaving an employer, uh, how long is COBRA? 18 months? Yeah, but COBRA can be pretty and expensive it's, it's too. And not cheap, but that's part yeah. of budgeting as well. But there are right. solutions. And, and, and again, what does it come down to? Creating yeah, that having plan. A plan. <laughs> uh, we want to take a quick moment. Speaking of plans, you could uh, create your own retirement plan. Check out our website, masterplanretire.com. We have multiple retirement resources, uh, links to all sorts of information about us, our episodes. You can find our radio show, our podcast, or our YouTube channel. Um, the most important aspect of that website is the Schedule Now button. There you can go to Mark's calendar directly, find a time that works best for you, and schedule your complimentary consultation, an opportunity for you to discuss your own retirement with Mark. Uh, Mark, you want to tell them a little bit about those consultations? Yeah, so basically uh, the, the first part of the consultation is me just listening to them. Yeah. What's going on? What are their dreams or goals or fears, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and then we begin compiling a series of reports to see where they really are from a number standpoint. Uh, you know, taking the fear out, let's put in the real numbers, then we know what to solve. And so it's a good, it's complimentary. It's typically a two-stage meeting. Both of them are complimentary. So, uh, you know, take advantage of that. And, you know, just uh, to mention real quickly, when you pull up my calendar, I do have a few evening appointments available every week and an, an occasional Saturday appointment every few weeks too. Mm -hmm. So don't think, hey, I work, I can't, I can't do that or whatever. We try to, and if you don't find something that fits your schedule, call the office here. The number is 770-980-9262 and uh, speak to uh, one of the um, uh, folks here and they'll try to find a spot on the calendar. They may even come to me and say, hey, we got somebody, this is their situation. Can we work them in? And we're working out somehow. Yeah. And those meetings can be face-to-face -face in our office. Uh, if you don't live locally, we can uh, do those digitally via Zoom or again, give us a call 770-980-9262. And again, that website is masterplanretire.com. Uh, you mentioned this earlier, Mark, our next fear, social security mm. or the absence of potential absence of social security. Right. Yeah. Well, first of all, to, to be clear, they're not saying social security is going away in 2033, give or take. They're saying that the uh, taxes coming in can only cover about 70% of your payment. Right now, they're making up a shortfall with the trust fund, which is savings from past years. That trust fund is shrinking. And once that savings account's gone, they will be funding Social Security only with taxes coming in. So if you, you, know, if you were getting $2,000 a month, if that happens, you'll be getting, what is that, about $1,500, $1,400 a month. Um, and so that's a, that's a possibility. Now, I truly think that our politicians are not so, I'm trying to be careful of the word I use, <laughs> we'll disregarding of, of the population that they will totally ignore and not fix it. 
I uh, also hope that the fix isn't worse than the disease. Well, is that going to raise taxes on the, empo the employed to very, pay for I'm, Social Security? I'm sure it will. I'm sure taxes will go up. I'm sure the retirement age will go up to uh, 70 for full retirement. Mm. Uh, now, this is not for people that are our, you know, my age, but maybe Evan's age here, okay? Thank um, you. So depending on what, where the cutoff is. So um, it, it is fixable. There's, there's beginning to be more and more talk, so that's that's good. Um, so I think after the next election, uh, hopefully they'll get down, uh, you know, down to work. And there are some groups studying it. They're in Congress. There are committees studying this. But again, that's two of the ideas. Other ideas are, are how to calculate cost of living increases differently, so that it doesn't keep up with inflation as much, which it does now, but even less so. So several ideas there that they hope will mean that we won't get a cut in our social security payment in the year 2033. Yeah. So one of the biggest reactions that we see to the potential loss of social security is someone taking social security earlier than they need it and not letting it mature yeah. um, to 70. Um, I've had so many people, Evan, uh, you know, I'll be talking to them. I've said this before on podcast and YouTube and radio and everything else that they'll come up and I'll just have a conversation and, uh, um, have, you know, are you retired? Yeah. Have you turned on Social Security? Yeah, I turned that on at 62. Why? Uh, well, I'm afraid it's going to go away, so I'm going to go ahead and start taking it. Well, if, if they cut payments by 30%, I don't care if you start at age 62 or 70, they're going to cut your payments by 30%. I'd rather them cut it 30% from a figure that's already 70% greater than if you're taking it too early, okay? And by the way, there are some do-overs. So if you've, uh, in the last year, you've turned on Social Security, maybe you should contact us because there is a way to kind of have a do-over and reset that. I'm not saying it's right for everybody, but I tell you what, 70% more income for the rest of your life, that's, that's a pretty big deal by, by waiting to take Social Security. Uh, and maybe you don't, maybe you're a couple and both of you don't wait. Maybe one waits and one takes, whatever, there's, it's different for everybody, but it's having a plan. Mm -hmm. And taking some of the fear out of that. Yep. Uh, the next fear, fear of markets. Yeah, so this is where, uh, this is a company called Dalbar Research, and they've been researching uh, investor behavior for over 30 years. And so it's really interesting. The average investor in the equity markets makes less than 2%. So if I'm just a, a, a you know John Doe out here and I go in and I make a few trades every month or every week or whatever, my average um, return is going to be less than two percent. Why? Fear and greed. I sell when I get scared, which is the wrong time, and I buy too much when I'm greedy, which is the wrong time. Mm -hmm. And just, just do it. So so by uh, you know. Uh, letting somebody else manage your money, uh, especially if you're using what we use, which is computer algorithms, to look ahead as opposed to looking behind, we're not putting emotions into it. We're putting in science and numbers and formulas so that uh, we can avoid, historically, try to avoid the valleys and take advantage more of the mountains based on historical numbers. Uh, a three to four percent better return with uh, less standard deviation, which is risk, or less volatility. So, um, yeah, fear and greed—that that is a very well-known um, uh, concern uh, study that they've done over and over again. Uh, now there are some people out there that do a great job. They've got some kind of a formula system, but even then, I had somebody that came in. They've been a client for a long time. They manage a little bucket of money on their own, and oh, well, I, you know, I, I beat you by one percent this year too. He got blown out of the water last year, you know, be yeah. because he just he, he deviated from the formula because of fear and greed. 
and it, and it bit him. And, and so it, it's, uh, it, it is a fear, but the way you take fear out of that is to uh, have it done correctly without the emotions, but with science and algorithms. And it's also using the market appropriately as a retiree as well. Um, we no longer, the old ways was, were taking income, retirement income from the market. We don't do that anymore. We use it for growth because you are going to have great years, but anytime you're in the market, you are also going to have you're losses have and you have years. to expect those years as well. Yep. Um, you can take income from a market when it's going up, but we know what happens when you take it from a, a down market. Well, dividends too. Some people, well, I'm, I'm going to take it from my dividends. Well, dividends are not guaranteed and dividends many times shrink and go away in bad times. So not only is your stock losing value, but they've cut off the dividends too. Mm -hmm. And so you, that, that's not guaranteed income. That, that's not the way to replace a paycheck. You're right. And we, uh, we've mentioned this in other episodes as well, but we, um, I guess really simply put, we use income accounts and growth accounts, and right. market would be associated with the growth accounts there. Yep. Um, so we just have a few minutes. I'm going to try to rush through these last couple of points. Uh, the fear of insurance companies, whether that be fear of uh, default of the company um, in uh, an insurance policy or an annuity, or maybe even being taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's always, uh, the, that's, you know, life insurance and annuities have a very long history. Mm -hmm. uh, annuities came to this country in 1759. My goodness, so they've been around a long time. The problem is is purchasing one instead of um, finding the right one to fill a need. Uh, and many of them, once you you know, like annuities on the annuity side, uh, you've heard horror stories. Oh, the little old lady in Pasadena that bought put all of her money in an annuity, died two years later. All the money was kept by the insurance company. Well, she bought the wrong kind and put too much in it. Okay, mm -hmm. and so having a fiduciary to guide you through the process, there are bad annuities, there are good annuities. Just like there's bad cars and good cars, and there's lemons and there's non-lemons, and what fits your needs most. Mm -hmm. So, so we like annuities that first of all have a, have a death benefit, have a guaranteed payout, low or no fees. Uh, principal protected, better than CD growth. Um, am I missing something here? You can pass it to your heirs. <laughs> uh, yes, thank you. So, so you know, you want the right kind. Of, there's only about 10% of them out there that work that way. So again, be careful. Uh, but it's no different than a mutual fund or a stock. There are good ones and there are bad ones. And I, you know, how many people have read a prospectus on a mutual fund or an ETF? Very few. So it's no different than reading the information or having help buying that annuity and even the life policy. And as far as uh, an insurance company going out of business, they have five pillars of protection. And that's why, and, and a lot of that came about because of the Great Depression. And even then, 96% um, uh, of annuity companies made their obligations. And so they're a very strong area. We could go into a whole show about why they're so strong between reinsurance, um, reserves that they have to keep held back, things like that. But um, they're, I think they may be stronger than the FDIC system of the government that almost went broke in 2008, 2009. So uh, this is my opinion, though, by the way. So the last point I have, we really don't have enough time, is inflation. However, we do have an entire episode on inflation. So please check that out, our YouTube or our podcast channel. But I will say that is one of the reasons that we do need some of that market money. That's to keep pace with inflation. Uh, we don't take income, but we do need it for that growth. Um, Real quick in closing, the fear of the unknown can keep us up at night. Shedding a little light can help settle your fears and offer some solutions for your retirement concerns. The greatest thing a retirement planner can give you, however, is what, Mark? Um, a plan. 
Which Lack of fear, peace of mind. <laughs> and we're told that a lot. The best thing you guys do is peace of mind. So if you'll wrap us up, and we'll Yes, sir. Uh, thanks so much, folks. Don't forget to check out our website, masterplanretire.com. And as Mark always says, plan well and prosper. This was Retirement Roadmap Radio with Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants. To schedule a complimentary consultation, go to masterplanretire.com or call 770-980-9262. Thanks for listening and remember, plan well and prosper. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services offered through Master Plan Retirement Consultants, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Mark Fricks and Master Plan Retirement Consultants are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.